Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Hello, I'm Slide Whistle. Tis I, Immunization. And it is I, Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. Bam, 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 that's you being punched. <laughs> but not this week. Well, it, it, I did more punching than getting punched, although that happened a lot too. Yeah, the fucking, the fucking mall's a hellhole right now. And it's funny, the Horde are actually trying to fight back you know, get during against overwhelming odds week, and I'm like... What are you doing? I don't know. It's weird that like right in front of Venari's cave is like, this is the Alliance zone. You're going nowhere. And if you go down the hill even a little bit, all of a sudden it's like, welcome to Torin Paladin heaven, baby. Somehow we managed to all sneak out and we're going to beat you up. Yeah, I feel like it's just a known fact that if there is against overwhelming odds, the Alliance is outnumbered and it's just the unwritten pact that we all as soon as we can on Tuesday, head to Venari's cave and we slay as many horde as possible. And it's worked for us in the past. It's worked for me this week, baby. Although I was I was very proud. I got my 20 just at the Maldraxxus like blue Whoa. daily. I was like, I didn't even have to go to Venari's cave this week. I'm a lucky luck boy. And the horde that were there were like hardly fighting back because I think they were confused. Like I would throw a fireball at them and they were like, do you want to go to the cave real quick do you want to go to the maw and hash this out and i was like no let's fight here and they're like <gasps> jacuse this is supposed to be a safe zone for us this week literally all of the groups that I, I joined i mean i guess i only joined one group but all the ones that i saw was like eight of them and they were like mall ca- mall pvp farming like let's go there was not one group anywhere else that's somebody running their dishwasher <laughs> i think it's the neighbors <laughs> can you hear that Aaron? I could not, but I remember a past episode, you said that you exist in the nexus point of all dishwashing. It's so weird. I think it was their garbage disposal, actually, so this is done now, I think. But Let's whatever. Do the fork in the garbage disposal. Hey. Ding, 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 ding. That ding, video ding, ding, taught ding. a young me what homosexual gentlemen were. <laughs> I was at the cusp of being like, oh, they like gentlemen. And here they are. And I was like, wow. Thanks, Internet. You the best. That and Gay Pimp's Soccer Practice. Oh, dude, Gay Pimp's Soccer Practice. If you haven't seen Gay Pimp's Soccer Practice, you are missing out on some high-quality 138p footage. <laughs> that shit is blurry. It looks like a slideshow, but it's an important part in young gay internet history. I mean, also just gay TV history, too. I remember flipping through the channels and like, I don't know why, but for some reason we actually had Logo for a brief period of time. And, that, that's, you know, it was always major gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was actually just the water bottles we had, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that, that Dasani really changed you. Thanks, Dasani. But wait, back to the vault. So I, I was like, you know what? I already killed enough horde yesterday. I'm going to just let them live for today. I'm going to go pick up my 20 souls that I missed the other day. And so I got them. And I got jumped by a shaman and a boomkin. And I'm like, guys, I'm in guardian druid right now. You both aren't going to kill me before the cavalry arrives. Like, it's going to be a long fight. It's like you won't kill them either. But like, you could probably kite them infinitely before they're able to kill you. And yeah, that's exactly what happened. Like, we fought for literally five minutes, and I'm like, okay, someone's gotta show up, right? Like, it's been five minutes. And my seed finally pops, 
and I spit on the shaman and literally like three priests, a paladin and a rogue come over the fucking horizon and they just kill them. And I was like, I'm still alive. I didn't get unseated. So then I just teabagged them and then I put my flag in them. And I was like, what are you thinking? I wasn't even going to hit you. S-M-H. Smish. 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 Hit us with that email, bitch. Well, we got ourselves an email from a listener, and this one comes to us from Mike. It's titled, Question for the Pod. He actually sent it to us at, like, perfect timing, like a, like, a few hours before we're recording. Like, normally we get these emails, like, specifically, like, five minutes after we finish recording, and then has to wait for the next <laughs> week. But he says, what's up, DNR pod crew? Great job on the shows. Really keeps dull days at work entertaining thumbs up emoji just a quick question do you guys think we fight a corrupted version of the archon in the next raid does she come back evil like when arthas turned sylvanas great job once again keep the episodes coming and keep trolling the horde 12 out of 10 podcast mike Ooh, Thanks, you know mike. mike i'm fucking out here trolling the horde just for my man mike i'm gonna make a for mike macro that i'll just spam in chat now i'll do it but as far as mike's question it is certainly food for thought I'm not against seeing that be a mechanic, but what I would imagine is the jailer does not use her, but we put her in a little healing grape, sort of like we did Gelbin for years. And then I could see her coming back in like 9.3, but I I think she's just kind of dead for right now. So it's in, it's interesting that we got this question because I feel like maybe we said it on the pod before or maybe just the three of us were chatting about this in the past. But at some point during like the beginning of the Shadowlands like launch, I think somebody discovered somehow that the Archon actually has like voice lines programmed for when she dies, hmm. which kind of implies that you could fight her at some point. So I don't know if that is, really means anything. I don't really know, but... They also said she had a unique death animation, and I watched an animation, and I'm pretty sure I saw a boss do that before. But the fact that she has one even to begin with is still maybe, honestly, like, she might just be. And she was stabbed with, with Kingsborn. Isn't that what turned Anduin into bad Anduin? To Banduin? Uh, do we know what turned him into Banduin? Banduin of Brothers? We we don't, no. <laughs> no, we do not know how Banduin of Brothers 2 became a thing, but... I mean, yeah, because like she, she pointed the blade at him a lot, and the blade seemed like it was going to be the point of, like, <laughs> you're going to turn because this blade... <laughs> Do you think she was, like, threatening him with the blade, and was like, oh, you nicked me. Oh, oh my god, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. And then he started turning into Banduin. I was like, well, <laughs> this works out. You know, I picture it more of, like, it's actually not for stabbing. You, she, like, waved it like a magic wand, and she's like, bippity-boppity-Banduin. <laughs> this is not at all what Mike asked. But now I'm imagining that what, that Banduin is like the doodle bob to Anduin. And he just was like, Banduin, Banduin, Banduin. That's all you, he can you say. You must leave, Banduin. You ca we cannot exist together. Banduin, Banduin. Me noi, me noi, noi, noi. Me hoi, me noi. Actually, the, the hilt of the sword is actually an eraser. And that's the secret to, you know, saving Anduin. <laughs> Such a clutch episode of Spongebob. God, Doodlebob fucking rules. But I guess to circle back to this question, I think that it's possible. It also could just be a dungeon, maybe, or some kind of encounter. Or I also could see it be, as Aaron said, that she's just kind of like out of commission, kind of how like the Arbiter is for a while. Or, you know what? 
maybe we do fight her, but maybe she's not corrupted. There is an outside option that maybe the Archon's just a bitch. She's just like, I'm bored, champion. Fucking fight me. Your king stabbed me, so you all can get the fuck out of Bastion now. Like, get out. No more mortals in Bastion. Where were you guys to defend me when this started happening? I literally let in like thousands and thousands of you, but no one came to protect me. To be fair, as someone who has done a little bit of the Kyrian experience, uh, they probably gave a way marker on like, oh, like defend me. But that is a double layered area. So Booty ATW went down <laughs> below and she was by the conduit and she was like, what are we doing? And she just heard the Archon get stabbed. She was like, shit, shit. It's, what do I do? I, I can't get up there. <laughs> I have to I have to run back up. <laughs> <laughs> She's fucking climbing the fucking balconies. I love that. Wait, so do we do we do we hit Mike's points? I feel like we missed something. So he says, does she come back evil like when Arthas turned Sylvanas? Oh yeah, that's what I was saying. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean she probably won't, right? I mean, or she might. Who's the Archon? There could be a new Archon. They could make Clea the new Archon, right? Isn't that thing they can probably uh, do? I just I hope I hope they don't make Polemark the new Archon. He stinks. I saw him the other day and he was like, Well met, friend. And I'm like, I'm not your friend. <laughs> My Embercourt may say we're buddies, but that is not true. Poor Polomarch. But I, I, I am really curious to see what they do with her. I, I think, though, she's just going to be like in like almost dead mode without any powers or something. I don't really know. I feel like she's basically going to be out of commission, but I'm... maybe not evil. Maybe we fight like a vision of her or like an evil version of her while she's still there. Oh, you know what's probably going to happen? You know how you, sometimes you have to go to the fucking, I'm going to call it the Shaw world, even though yes, it's not really the Shaw world, where it's like all gray and tinty. <laughs> she's so messed up. It's like, you need to go beat up her insecurities. She has a scary ghost coming out of her wounds. We have to fight it in a dungeon. It's going to be called Image of the Archon or something. I could see that shit happening in a dungeon easy peasy because I feel like whenever they add, there's always that one dungeon they add that I'm always just like, hmm, I don't know. Like, like Mahagon, I liked it a lot. But remember the end of Legion? What the fuck? Seat of the Triumphant? Oh, well, yeah, there fuck was two. Dungeon. Seat of the Triumvirate and like Cathedral of Night. I ran Cathedral yeah, of it. Night maybe like twice ever. Well, it's really hard for you to have to, like, go in there and, you know, grind out the dungeon and, like, the end of it, you figure out that you're facing your mom. That's very true. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I had a personal stake in not doing Seed of the Triumvirate because <laughs> she would whisper me mid-battle and was like, Bear, have you applied? <laughs> have you sent me your W-2s <laughs> yet? And I was like, oh, I'm getting on it. <laughs> they messed up my address. I'm going to send her mine, too. She'd love it. She she's a big nerd and she loves accounting. She was in an accounting club in college. She tells me about it. She's like, you know, Bear, I was in a frat when I was young. And I was like, what? She was like, an accounting fraternity. We did math no, extracurricularly. Is, is that a direct quote? Does she actually brag about this? Does she brag about that she exactly did. like she how you did. said it? <laughs> she did, because she was like, you what and your dork. friends used to go drinking. I would hang out with my friends, but we'd be accounting. And I was like, Mom, I think we lived in two different universes <laughs> during school. <laughs> Let's just say, Bear, we were crunching the numbers, if you know what I mean. <laughs> 
She's just typing Fury's on a calculator for like six hours straight. Probably. Thanks, Mike. Love you. Yeah, I love you, Mike. Mwah. Man, if you, if only you could see Illyria right now. She is living her life in Immune's lap. Her eyes are so closed that she's like, she's giving so much love to this keyboard she's staring at. <laughs> it's too much. Our hoe is over here being lame. We got her a, a fancy velour bed. We cleared out her spot so she doesn't have to lay on a sweatshirt. And what is she doing? She's over here sit, standing next to the door. Like, girl, get over here and take a nap. <laughs> Go be cute for content. <laughs> I thought you were going to say she was laying on the sweatshirt still, because I feel like that's what cats sold from you. Always do. I wouldn't put it past her. That sweatshirt has been put up, but she can just cling to it and just sleep vertically. Speaking of sweatshirts, I got a time warp. Oh, shit. Whoa. I don't know my sweatshirt. Oh, shit. Uh, Isa Cloud Singer. She's got a sweatshirt on, I think. She's got a bait hoodie. Artists that have sang a song with sweatshirt in the title. Go. Earl sweatshirt. Um, there's... Uh, who's using a sweatshirt, whether is it... I don't uh, know. Some... Shit. The correct answer was Jacob Sartorius. You lost. Oh. That's the weed kid on TikTok. Through a time warp. Okay, so they have 40 seconds to answer as many correct answers for this one. This one's going to be... This one's a little different. Because this is one where I do not know all the answers. Because I do not know how to find a comprehensive list of all of these characters. But I do have three on my screen. So that should be hopefully more than enough to get us through this. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. This one is a little different again. I want, if you can either give me the name of the boss or where they reside, like the dungeon slash raid. Both of those will qualify if you can be descriptive. Obviously, we're shit at names, right? If, but if you are descriptive enough, I'll give you a point. I Jeez. need you guys to name for me the bosses who are what we call nipplers. The above the, the chest up torso yep. bosses that you put on platforms. On your mark, get set, go. King Mechagon. Is the one named Croesus? It's in... Croxus uh, um... in... It is, he's the guy who... There's the spinny he, laser boss. I don't know he, what its, it's name is. He's in but, damn, um, Burning um, Throne, and he makes the robots. He shoots green fire, and you have to run around in a circle. Um, the guy in... There's the one uh, after Ulduar, Mechagon in Dazzle. Whose name starts uh, with a K, and when you kill him, he, they, his what, head and arms no, become a bridge water thing. I don't know if that's nipples, but... Uh, his name is, like, Kronos, I think. Um... Time! Okay, so... Uh, I don't think... I don't think you got any immune. I think you... Or Aaron just talking during it, so I missed it. Aaron, I know for sure, got at least three. Aaron said, came back again first. Uh, you, you were close to Chromog's name in, um... The Blackrock Foundry. Though you called it the hmm. burning, but but the rules did dictate. I I know who you implied by this. You had a third one that I don't remember who it was. Uh, Freya is technically a nippler. Oh, you ha you had a uh, who's Freya? Freya like Not the Freya, uh, the Titan shit. Yeah, you she she you, you fight. Mean, do you mean Helia? Fuck. But you did say you had another one that was correct. Oh, the boss from Ice Crown. The uh the big statue man. 
Okay, but there was also Croesus from Argus. Uh, the he's the first guy we faced, like the one who killed mm. Tyrion or whatever. And then there's the Garothi Worldbreaker, who from Antorus, who's a half nippler, right? Isn't he like zoom across the stage at the point, and you have to hit him with his like robot pecs? Uh, you only ever yeah. fight the top of his body, so I would call him a a full nippler. <laughs> full nip. The one I was trying to name was the one I believe it's in Tomb of Sargeras. I believe the one when you're down on the dock and it's like a DPS check as it gets destroyed. Yeah, that's the that's, guy who squished. Closest. Yeah, the guy who squished Tyrion. And actually, the From, the uh, one okay. in Hellfire Citadel was not the one I was thinking of. So you can take that point away from me if you want. I was thinking of the guy who in Antorus, you go across the bridge and then you fight this guy. He has like a big circle on his head and he makes three robots and oh, has shit. balls that go around. Yeah, there's two nipplers in there. The It's mm-hmm. Immune's favorite fight. The one with the beams that would kill you for the first yeah. 85 pulls. <laughs> the and one then finally Immune I'm, is I'm very <laughs> famously not able to dodge, even though I don't think any of us were good at it. I don't know why he was lumped with this. <laughs> no, he 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 did pretty he did pretty bad on that one. I, I got it at the end, but, like, I, I feel like after, like, the 85th time of getting hit with the beam, I never got hit with it ever again. But, like, that's probably 80 more times than I should have ever been hit by the beam. And I feel like maybe I'd be better now. <laughs> I was going to say that we've killed that boss 86 times. And on the 85th time, you finally figured it out. <laughs> man, man, that's crazy. You know, I wish there was a way. We should we should make a new outhead article that just has all of the nipplers comprehended because you know that we're missing like a fuck ton at this point right we have to be of course and it'd be easy enough to do i feel like you could just go through the model list and <laughs> surely they don't show the legs on these guys that's true we could make this list boys i kind of actually want to because i was getting mad that i couldn't find the information on the torso up bosses and i want to see oh there's got to be hot deviant art of their feet, right oh my god <laughs> are there three are there three nippler bosses in Hellfire Citadel? Oh, sorry. No, I'm mixing them together. Never mind. I was thinking of the big fat, big fat purple guy. Yeah, that guy actually is in Hellfire Citadel. And he's got the nips to be the king nippler. What's his name? He's a uh... fuck. He's like the most famous Death Knight. I'll come back to that later. Is that, is that really who that is? He turns Dude, into a, a big mouth man. Yeah, the guy in Burning Cruise. He's in uh, he's in yeah, Black Temple. He's, yeah, he's yeah, like, I'm him. the original Death Knight. I'm an orc mind in a human body. Yuck. Yeah, this is like, it's like alternate reality him. Is Gorfine there technically a nippler too? That's who it is. Taryn Gorfine. That's is his Archimonde name. Is Archimonde a half nippler? In Mythic, he becomes a nippler. He, he does be, he evolves, he digivolves into a nippler, but then his feet grow back after we kill him. <laughs> is he the only nippler? No, I was going to say, is he the only nippler we see the feet of? But you know that those little tootsies from Gorfine, when he dies and he turns <laughs> upside down and his little tootsies pop up above the water. <laughs> What a choice that was. I can't believe we just made like seven minutes of nippler content. (laughs) There's so many things to talk about. And that's what we chose to die on. There's more to come, DN Army. All right, so take your drink or your shot, whatever you're doing over there. Yeah, let me go for a shot. Also, I just realized fucking Kill Jaden, Archimonde's brother. Yeah. He's a a nippler too. Is Kill Kill Jaden the original nippler? He I mean, obviously, I didn't play vanilla, but early. like, I, yeah, he was in what the second raid of BC. Yeah, I don't remember what I don't remember where the sun well was, but I don't think it was first, right? It couldn't have been first. OK, so this is an important question that I need both of your contributions. Ragnaros, 
is he a yes, nippler? Yes, yes, 100% a nippler. He has a, he has a feet reveal, and it was a big deal that he has feet. Big nippler. <laughs> big sausage nippler. His feet were so weird. I mean, I, I am being shocked when I saw him. He's a I, double nippler, right? He's, he's a double. He's a two-time nippler. Yeah. He was in classic. Wait. <laughs> he, was he so, a nippler in classic? In, yeah, in classic, he was only a nippler. When you kill him, he goes, no, when he goes back into the lava. It was only in Cataclysm that he's like, I'm going to get up. Well, anyways, sorry to interrupt this. Well, I'm back with my shot now. So He's, he's done with, with the fucking nippler talk, and I bet, <laughs> I bet the fans are too. That's fine. <laughs> that's okay let's talk about how raid let's talk about how raid's been going let's talk about how raid how do we how we doing in raid uh, not good <laughs> well you know what it's instead of going forward to do new bosses we did a reset last night and it was it was slippery like a greased hog but we did make it back to where we left off last week yeah, I don't know why we necessarily did this, because I feel like most of us were okay on the gear. Although Aaron did end up getting like two or three pieces last night. I um, did. So that well, was, I, and, was and only <laughs> one of them was actually useful, but the other two were for the drip. Well, Aaron did vote for reset in the official poll. I did because I wanted the hat for the drip. <laughs> Whenever I get gear, I'm like, bitches is this is t-mog that i never get to finish the set so i i got some pants and i saw some look some licky lips mm, thinking about getting them pants and i said uh-uh these are my pants my transmog you can't have them my pants but yeah so last last raid night on last wednesday we wiped on sludge fist for literally the entire night and mm-hmm. part of it was our comp is very melee based with the guild and for the first time since we've began, we lacked a warrior. And apparently we are really dependent on the shout buff, both shot buffs, because without that extra attack power, we just were not able to kill it. The very last pull, when we changed the strategy, we actually we were so close. We had like a 83% wipe with this with the group. No, it was a 0% wipe. We were literally under 1%. Ugh. And so yeah, obviously when you when you have a a raid night that's just wiping on a boss that you've all already cleared several times before. I guess several being honestly just two with a guild, right? Is this two? How many heads do you have, Aaron? Uh I only have the one. You only have one? Oh, I think you might have also missed a sludge fist night. Oh, I'm so sorry. I looked up at the corner of my room for something and I thought you were talking about uh my human head. Your actual, you yeah, thought like, that like, your actual, the, the head <laughs> on your shoulders, the one that I holds was, your brain I, I case. Was, I was like, I was looking up at a cool sword that's on my wall. He must be in the middle <laughs> of a joke. Um, you answered it so <laughs> earnestly, like, oh, just the one. <laughs> no, <laughs> so I, not even a I dick have joke. two, two yeah, of four say. sludge fist heroic heads. You thought it was a joke, but you didn't even go for the dick joke. Jeez. Yeah, so we have we have three slush fist heads because we got one with Dr. Jobs. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I see why people don't why people voted ag- against starting at slush fist because it, it, I mean, it, it feels pretty bad when that's your night. Right. But I felt it was obvious that we didn't have the person we needed to do it with. You know, we didn't have Bryn, our warrior. And now she's here and we have it a better strat. So let's just do it. Let's do it from slush fist. But it also ended up being that our fourth healer never showed up, 
he he's feeling sick, so I feel like it would have been really hard, and that's honestly why we struggled our way up to to Sludgefist last night through all these bosses that we should easily clear, is because we were three healing it a little hard. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming he was actually sick, and and he did give a warning. Lynn just missed it before <laughs> before raid on Discord. Well. I think today we're going to beat that silly old stone head and then everyone's going to feel so happy that they won't mind wiping to council for the rest of the night. Or maybe we beat council and then someone will be like, we're going to take it all the way and then we won't for the next month. Yeah, I, I hopefully we just kill Sludgefist and then we just kill Stone Legion and then we can just start the Nathrius progression. But honestly, so we've been doing the Nathrius pulls with Dawson Jobs and this is like... This is going to be a long haul for everybody involved on this. I, I keep hearing from other people on the internet, on podcasts, that like it's going to be like a lot of fucking pulls. People are saying like minimum of like 50 pulls, 60 pulls. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's so many pulls. And like there's so many phases to memorize and so many phases to do that. I feel like the guild's going to take a really long time to get it done on, on group one's ends. I mean, and at this point, group two is also taken probably like two or three full nights of trying to get progress on Denathrius as well, right? Mm-hmm. They were at yeah, 53% at the end of last night. And I was like, wow, I definitely thought they would have had a handle on this at this point because they're the the super group. Yeah, there's, there's just a lot to learn. But a lot of it also requires, unfortunately, most of your people being alive. So if you lose somebody early on, that's a real detriment to the progression because Denathrius is fucking hard. So uh, it's going to be frustrating. It's going to be the classic Phoenix Fusion feel, I feel like. Is that going to be quite Kill Jaden levels of like, what, 120 plus pulls on this motherfucker? That was so rough. And what's going to happen is because Denathrius is going to require, I think, a lot more pulls than people are expecting, once they kill him... They're going to be gone for the raid tier, for sure. More than just the raid tier, they might be gone for the expansion. Yeah, I it's feel possible. like there's there's some people where like they're pushing it to the limit to get this done, and then the amount of time they have after it's done, it's like, do I continue? Which I is neither here nor there. I personally would love to be one big group again, but I don't want people to be disillusioned with the game to do so. People are just like, you know, it's 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 late in the raid here. People are just kind of chilling, laxing, relaxing, all cool, shooting some b ball up at the school, outside of the school. Fuck. One time, my sister said outside of the pool, and I, oh, and I said, I said, sister's name. They didn't have swim trunks on. There was no water in the scene. Why would they be at the pool? And she was like, <laughs> it was summer. That's why they're at the pool. And I was like, damn, I know you're wrong, but that's good logic. It was summer. Speaking of summertime fun, let's hear what Growlina has to say on March 3rd in a place with no sunshine. Where's the sunshine going? It's only in Bastion. Everywhere else is eternal night. Well, hello there, my friends. I'm joined here by my new friend, Takomoko, as we discuss the most important question that's been on our minds. Would the Jailer 
look better with some hair. What do you think, Taco? Hmm, well, I can't say he'd look scarier. You don't think that a long mane would improve his fear factor? All of Warcraft's greatest villains have been bald. It would just feel goofy for the Jailer to suddenly show up with some long locks, lol. What if it was, like, a rat tail? Those things are pretty spooky. I have to give you that one. Rat tails are downright horrifying. I could see him with one of those. Well, you heard it here first, folks. 9.2. We're gonna be seeing a different, greasier, more hair suit end boss. Until that fateful day, this has been Growl on the Prowl. Wow, thanks, Growl. <laughs> Let's hope you never change. And speaking of never changing, Blizzard's let me down yet again. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. What did they do this time? It was it the fact that they hired a Bush Bush era anti-terrorism person for Activision Blizzard? Have you seen that? Yep. Yeah, I uh, uh does this game defy the Geneva Convention? One of my favorite Twitter accounts was like, surely World of Warcraft will now that they have a Bush era counterterrorism specialist in their staff. I obviously just saw the headlines. I didn't read into it, but What's this man doing now that he's on? Like, what, 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 what do we need him for? Is it for fighting, fighting the Chinese bots? Is that what we're doing with Bush era anti-terrorisms now? Mm-hmm. There's so many druids running around Ardenweald. They said we need to get rid of these. Surely, n- not all of you guys are real. I'm always afraid when I'm fishing or picking flowers that someone's going to report me for doing it in travel form, <laughs> because that's what I do to other druids. I mean, I feel like all the bots have, like, another person riding them and then, like, another person following them as well. That's fair. Okay, but wait, what was your actual point, Aaron? Surely it wasn't counterterrorism Bush-era man joining Activision Blizzard. No, but it's almost as dire. The World of Warcraft website that shows the races used to have illustrations of them, and now they have 3D models. No, the ultimate overthrow of boomers the thing is i actually really like some of this old artwork they had i mean i understand what they're going for it's like more accurate as what what you'll see and play in the game and the models are better looking now i guess but like i don't know i kind of like these pictures that they had before yeah i'm not like upset because it's whatever they can do whatever they want but i do prefer the art over the models yeah i I think I agree. Okay, it, it depends, right? So, like, if you compare, if you compare the gnomes, the gnomes are an immediate like. I don't know about this 3D model of the gnome holding the cog up. Also, what is he doing that he's able to just hold up a single cog and be like super proud of it? Nothing. They definitely they just put that into his hand because he cannot do that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. You guys have never done slash cog. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, I, I guess I haven't. No, it, it could be out there. If anything, doing that Spriggan quest four times has taught me there's like 17 million things that are coded in that it's like slash bleed. You bleed. And I was like, has this always been here? Has this always existed? But, but like, and so like the undead, 
I really, really like the undead change. I feel like the undead zombies is this lady with her boobs out, which is a straight love and little dagger. But this new one, she's like, she's like a warlock doing a cast animation. But I, I think you're right, though. I think the art is just overall better as like a whole piece. You know what I mean? And then you look at the orc and I feel like, is this the same picture? Like, it looks really close. I also have a gripe looking at them. It seems like they used heritage armor when they could, right? Dwarf, gnome, worgen. That's all we have for the regular races? Wow. And then yeah. what? At the bottom, you have goblin, blood elf, orc, right? Okay. And Torin. Okay, but that's not the Torin armor. I'm. That's just like a druid set, I'm pretty sure. Do normal Torin have heritage armor yet? Yeah, and they have like a totem on their back, and they have like a little feathery headpiece. And he's not wearing either of those things. And I don't think what he, I think what he's wearing, I'm pretty sure is it's a druid set. Why? Is it because it's unbalanced? So there's not, uh, there's not as many uh, on the alliance side for heritage armor. Also, why does the panda double up the same armor? That looks bad. Yeah. <laughs> that okay. So there are amongst the art looking better. We got our own blue based pandaren in the old art, and now we have to share the stinky red panda man. Yeah, I, I I guess for for reference for the audio listeners, which is everybody, because we don't stream on a Twitch stream. What are we? There's the pandas are both wearing like red cloth set. Is this cloth? I can't. I, immune? Do you know? Yeah, it's a cloth set that you get in Pandaria. But in general, I feel like this is kind of offensive on multiple levels here because. They choose a male panda that's wearing red to represent both the alliance and the horde, which inherently just makes me think of fucking G Firepaw. <sighs> oh, it is G Firepaw esque, isn't it? I, why did they choose the red dark shirt, red dark shirt color for the night elves? They have a purple set, and their purple set would fit the night elf aesthetic more so than the fucking red set. Okay, I have I have an issue to raise with the old art, though. So this is a point for new CG models. The new CG model uh, is a worgen male snarling, and he has his <laughs> heritage armor on. The old art is like a silver pine forest yep, enemy yep. NPC worgen. Like, what? We had that for 11 years? That was the representation of our people? Some level 13 mob? Yeah, that's one... <laughs> 100% an enemy. That is, that is in no way, shape, or form a Worgen player. <laughs> Look at this guy. Absolutely not. Like, this is more close to, like, the one Mage Tower Guardian Druid uh, appearance. I wish I had that. But then I also love how right across in the Worgen is this menacing, horrible-looking goblin up to no good. Just chilling on a beach in the Bahamas. Like, look at his background <laughs> compared to him. It's so stupid. So they both got hosed, so it's okay, I guess. And then the old art for the Blood Elf was literally just like a glamour shot. Like, it's fine. I also, okay, so I didn't know this this website even existed until, like, there was an article published about it. And I was like, I guess it's a big deal, right? I think. I knew it existed. I actually have been on this page before. Um, I don't remember exactly why or when, but I have. Maybe it was, like, literally back at the beginning when I was trying to figure out what race I wanted to play. That's probably the most common reason people are on this page yeah i it's guess some, it, right? some people do i mean like they do their homework beforehand so that makes sense that this page exists they're not just like oh, i'm gonna be the the wolf person because i'll get furry money well no 
you want furry money, then you have to go to the Allied Races page and look at the Volpera. They are very But if you popular. click on these pictures, it also does tell you about that, that that is one of your racial abilities, that you can just head to the inn and, you know, get some extra gold and flow income. You know, just just hotbind Morose's special polish. Just get 750 until <laughs> a man on a large yak covers you up and calls you disgusting. Everybody, please turn your attention to the Allied Races page. I need you to look at the mechanomes, and I need to... Why did they choose the butthole eyes for the mechanome? They could have picked any single headpiece there, and they chose the butthole chocolate starfish eyeballs. Look at them. That's a butthole. You know, I'm not, I'm not denying this. And, you know, I feel like it's what they deserve, though. Damn. Dang. Sorry, gang. I just got there. Yeah, that's butthole eyes. That's not good. It's it's not a, setting a good example for them. Oh, you know what? You know, while we're here, there has been a significant amount of insane people giving backlash to Blizzard over their comments about them not releasing new customizations in Shadowlands. People are literally like sacrificing babies and storming the Blizzard capital because they said they're not going to be releasing any more customization effects for allied races or races characters. And people are losing their minds. You know, and they didn't even specifically say until when. Like, they just said that, I think they just implied that, like, it's in 9.1, there's not going to be more customizations. And they never really promised us more in 9.1 either. I'm pretty sure they said in Shadowlands. In Shadowlands, there will be no more customizations. Because I remember very distinctly, we talked about it on the Blizzcaline episode. The man said, I feel like we've done quite enough. We added a lot of options for everybody. But people who play Nightborn, which that's what you fucking get, are like, we, we look hideous. We look bad. Which, I mean, they do look pretty bad. Honestly, they really do. But Do they like, mean do like the ears of the character? Everything about them. They do not look like the Nightborn that we've that we've rescued in Legion. They're like basically like just like bastardized night elves, which I do agree. They look pretty fucking bad. They're probably the worst looking race. But literally, they're, they're they. I don't know how you can expect them to create crazy customizable effects for every single race at once. Obviously, they went from the top down and they just chose the most popular races, and then they worked their way down. And they're also choosing the older ones that haven't had updates in a long time. So I don't, I don't know. I feel like people are just mad because they're always mad. But like we got petitions nah. being passed around. We got like internet, Twitter, outright things trending. We want customizable things. And it's like, baby girl, chill out. It's coming later, way later. Now, I don't like them and don't have them. So I didn't know the human customization where it's the... I'm going to put heavy air quotes here. More ethnic hairstyles and different racial makeups. They did that, right? Yeah, they did. There's a, okay, because that's, you can that's really... the most important one to me is like to have humans that look like you, the player. We can wait a little bit on like, well, I want my gnome to have three beards. Right. Dwarfs, humans, night elves. From a, an alliance standpoint, 
they got the most out of everybody else. We got wild hammer tattoos for dwarfs. We got crazy things for night elves. Humans can finally be any skin color. For the horde, oh, it was the orcs that got their big thing. The undead can cover their bones up. And I don't really know who the third benefactor the was. Torin, the Torin have tribal paint, I think, that they can put on. Oh, also, also, blood elves can be like every color ever now. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And uh, you know what the problem is, I think? The problem is, I think, some allied races got more than others. Void elves could be basically become uh, uh, pie elves. Yeah, I mean, and then as we know, like, I've complained about the Drain Eye and lightforge drain eye customizations but that's whatever i i don't really care that much I, my character already looked how i wanted her to well now him to look yeah drina <laughs> got nothing also the fact that emanization still lives is crazy to me you must you must like how it, how, it, how it feels it took a little while to get used to the like the way that the character moves feels a lot different it feels kind of like the whole tauren i'm moving really slow thing because i'm like big buff tauren so it's like yeah i don't know i i'm just i'm still just in the test run period of a manization so we'll, we'll see how that goes i'm using the same mog though that i would as if i were just normal immunization that's fun but i'm gonna say i wish as a knight of druid i could do that but when I change races, I have so many features that I need to like <laughs> take a picture of like what I have. Because once you change genders, it doesn't save your preset. Mm -hmm. it, it, it basically randomizes it. So then you, you can't go back to what you looked like immediately. I have and you know what? I did not know that because when you're still at the barber shop and you switch back and forth, all your old customizations are just still there. But then after you finalize it and go back, it's no longer there for like the other gender. So yeah <laughs> that's another reason why i'm still a manization i don't want to have to deal with that yet i did a like two hour test run as growlino but i knew that was a thing so i have a note a sticky note here that's like 12 6 dark red ponytail yep, to yep. be like i can't lose the canonical look i did the same thing and then i was like i'm, I'm throwing this away i can't commit to this it's too much work <laughs> I have good news for maybe our raid team. Ooh, spill. This is honestly probably bullshit data because it's market media market research data, which is automatically filled with problems like bots and other shit. But Wildhead published a article. I'm going to put quotes or an article about super data report saying that Shadowlands numbers are stabilizing as expansion honeymoon phase ends. Basically, they checked earnings across pc titles and like they rank them and whatever they're saying that basically world of warcraft grew pc earnings by 31 percent over the last year which is probably honestly mostly classic and shadowlands in covid times like come on but player numbers have now fallen back to normal levels indicating that shadowlands honeymoon phase appears to be over basically they moved on the chart to where they were before and so they're using that as their basis but that doesn't really count like all the other medias moving what is Dungeon Fighter Online, and why is it the number one grossing PC title by January 2021? What the fuck is that? I have literally never even heard of that. Aaron, have you heard of that? Dungeon Fighter Online? Of course. I log yeah. in every Wednesday. Okay, so Aaron also has not heard of this either. Oh, yeah. Dungeon Fighter Online, also known as DFO. Never Shout out to the DFOmies. 
Anyway, basically the whole article is saying Yo, this game (laughs) stinks, apparently. This shit's got like a 62%. Also, Dungeon Fighter Online is South Korean. That's why it's really big. It might stink, but they've got a lot of people over there playing. Okay, that would make sense because... Okay, so World of Warcraft is listed at number five at World of Warcraft West. Because in the Asian markets, it's, it's king. It basically just kind of coincides with what we've been seeing personally as a guild. People have just now started to drop off of Shadowlands. We have felt like this phase has lasted way longer than it lasted in VFA for sure. And it feels longer than it lasted in Legion as well. I'm tempted to agree with that. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people have been saying like, oh, the fall off is insane. Oh, everyone's been leaving. Oh, it's been like faster than ever. But I really don't think it has been. If COVID did not happen, we would be at a much better. I I think we would have maintained the steam. We would have had BlizzCon, what, six months ago, five months ago. Mm -hmm. It would have kept us going. They'd they'd be working from the office, not from home, which is very hard to do when you're making a fucking video game. Oh, what? I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. I was playing Dungeon Fighter online. Aaron, you only have one head, one head. And it's got two eyeballs, and both of them are focused on Dungeon Fighter Online. Buy it on Steam today. Pick up a copy and play it. I was going to ask, is it a free-to-play game? Because we should we should play Dungeon Fighter Online and see what the hype's all about. I, I don't know. It's listed on Steam, so I assume you have to pay monies for it. They have free games on Steam. Bitch, it's free-to-play. That's why, and oh, that's exactly fuck. why. That's exactly why. It's number one, because you can probably buy a bunch of fighters. I'm installing it right now. <laughs> well, I reckon it's time, boys. And by time, I mean it's time to head on into this week's sexiest NPC of the week. <laughs> I just spent the last couple minutes in silent contemplation, trying to form my words to describe this person's sexiness. And this week is someone who, honestly, we've we've already spoken about how sexy he is in the past, but I feel like it's time to officially give him this award, baby. And I'm talking General Dr. Avon, honey. Rock hard dick. Ooh, a fine body, perfectly sculpted. Get it? Get it? Because he's a statue man. Hey. <laughs> I mean, I just want to say, like, General Dr. Avon is my soul bind already, so maybe I have a leg up here. Sorry, boys, you're going to have to back off a little bit. Ooh, he was telling me the other day, he said, Growlina, when are we going to bind up? And I said, aren't you already with Immune? Ah, but now he's a man, and I don't swing that way. (laughs) I'm straight as they come, brother. Men going their own way. Just kidding. Straight as the mountains. (laughs) <laughs> I really don't want to, like, have any kind of canonical DNR lore saying that uh, General Dr. Avon is part of that culture, so I'm going to redact that. I was just to imagine when they sleep at night, when they get into their bed, they pull off all their clothes, but General Dr. Avon has several armored tips on his wings. What, one, two, three, four, five, six? Or is it just yeah, four or six armor pieces on him? on his wings you can't reach that by yourself 
I know it's a very sensual time like it's it's part of the foreplay honestly you know you just one by one very seductively have to help him remove them it's kind of like a striptease almost mm. no, you guys are vents where t- where do the gargoyles sleep at night they just kind of like find a cozy place you know and then they just like turn to stone casually you know sometimes there's some creative poses that they choose it's kind of kind of fun yeah it is interesting considering they're sentient that they decide to go be art sometimes. Like, they don't just be like, oh, I'm going to go find a bed, or I'm going to go lean over here. They're like, well, I got to go find a perch. Such a true artist. I'm going to find a perch in the highest lands and just sit my body here for all to gaze upon. Ooh, and so- yeah, you know, when we were turning in that one quest, that's what he was doing. He was just trying to find, like, the proper place to perch and turn to stone for the night. Or the day, or whenever. The sun cresting over the one of 7,000 buildings there are there, just glistening on him, and he goes, Do you see that, champion? That's the Ember Ward. It's awful. It's just the (laughs) worst, champion. Also, this is a confident man. This... When he wears his armor, you know he's looking in the mirror to see how the world sees him. And he's just is like, you know what? My nips are hanging out, and I'm proud of it. I want everyone to look at these two little cute nipples. Yeah, his his armor reveals just enough to let you know that he has at least a six-pack. And you know, let me just say, like, if you like there's enough covering up still, he actually has maybe like two or four more, just like under the belt there. This armor is very suited just to stab him in the stomach. Like, you could just stab him in the gut, and that's it, right? He's wearing the crop top of the armor world. No, listen, that's his unbreakable bod, okay? Hmm. Okay, I'll believe it for this episode. Ooh, and when I Google Dr. Draven, or General Draven, I apparently get Davitz Draven from the Wikipedia... Slide, you're a Star Wars person. Do you know this milk toast white man? Yeah, he was in Rogue One. He didn't, he didn't do that much, but it's like it's so funny. That like literally, just Doc, Doc, General Draven gives you that, and there's one image. It's it's kind of sad though. You think that the internet would put a little more respect on the sexy NPC's name? I mean, he's not only a very profound general. You know, he is very skilled tactfully at war. But he also took the time to get his doctorate. He's also a genius, guys. Concrete genie. That's what I always say. Turns to stone is a genius. Concrete genie. That's him. The last thing. Jesus. (laughs) What is this reference slide? The last thing I'll say is that you know that he. I never want to run away from him because anytime he picks me up for that one world quest where we got to drop off dredgers. He said, Growlina, you're not getting out of here after this. You literally physically cannot move after this world quest. (laughs) You got to hard boot out and close your game. And sometimes I just sit there in his embrace and go, this is okay. Maybe I don't have to play for the rest of the day. I can just fly around with him. He's showing you exactly what it's like to be a gargoyle. You're stuck in there until you give a hard reboot and you free yourself in the dead of night. Hey, I have a hot new question that I think we should think about every single time we have a sexiest NPC. What do you you think General Dr. Raven smells like when you're in coitus with him? Um, An old chimney. 
Ew. I kind of... Okay. Get this visual. You are, like, in elementary school, and you're out on the blacktop playing the playground, and it's, like, a hot day, oh, and shit. it's really sunny. I kind of picture it like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just trying to reconcile the fact that we're talking about the sexiest NPC of the week, and we have to go back to elementary school to begin with. I can't do that in the same stroke. What, what are you, you going to be, an, an adult going back to your elementary school playground? <laughs> that makes you a creeper. <laughs> A creeper, a creeper. I guess that is how he would smell, though. That 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 is not a wrong. That is actually probably the most correct smell anybody's ever predicted. General Doctor Avon smelled like. I think our new goal should be predicting the smells of certain WoW NPCs and getting them verified through WoW devs <laughs> through interviews and constant badgering of, "Hey, is this right?" So we we complimented we complimented Belluar's interviewing skills, but like. On the other side of that coin, if we ever get an interview, our first question will be like, so, what does General Draven smell like? And would you agree he smells like the black top on a hot summer day in elementary school? <laughs> Speak to us, Ian. <laughs> Speak to us. Mr. Hazakosis, this is, it's wonderful to have you here. Of course, of course, it's great to be here on the show. Uh, what does uh, Captain Swink's penis smell like? <laughs> and is it sea salt? Cut, cut, get, get, get me out of here. Get, get Denuser in here. He can answer all these nasty questions. Steve's like, I actually have a, a long list of what each NPC's nether region smells like. I mean, the thing is, somebody would answer these questions, too, because what was it? In Shadows Rising, they went out of their way to tell us exactly how Flynn smelled like at any given time. You're right. This is their fault, not ours. <laughs> I put in the mind, you, Blizzard. You will let that get published. And now we want to know how every other NPC smells. Zakan's gooder smells like spices. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, don't get me started on the fucking torrent. You know that's like a wet dog smell, 100%. Ugh, so musty. Ooh, long strider, what's his face? Definitely hasn't washed his nethers. Mm-mm. This is going to be a fun not conversation. Not since the fall of Camp Navajo. <laughs> Camp Bernaho. Well, General Dr. Raven, you are our sexiest NPC of the week and our sexiest smelling NPC of the week with that elementary school blacktop. And now it's time for our top two bottom boot medium boot. I'm gonna give it to immune. Give it to me, bitch. So I got myself a little combination here. I think overall it's a medium moot, but I'll break it down a little bit. Bottom boot part is that we have, like, every week gotten at least one or two new followers for our adventure table and they come at level one it's really annoying to level them all the way mm -hmm. up and someone's always really far behind at this point like three of mine are really far behind and shout out to bogdan the point right exactly like he's like level 10 and all our other ones are like almost level 40 but anyways and now we've gotten so many that it takes forever to like scroll down to your like other companions to like fill up your mission slots with and I'm like, there needs to be a better interface here. I don't know. It's really annoying. There's add-ons you can get that, like, make them better. I haven't found a good one yet that, like, consolidates them. The only add-on I have shows me the percentage at the top, but I hear that there's some that, like, will just do it for you. 
the Ash, Ash, Ask Ash. He has one that he says is really good right now. Oh, yeah, I'll ask him about it. I also think he's a vent there so that he would know. Um, But my top two portion of this is a little backhanded, but it's the fact that if you're current on your campaign, um, what fuck, what's the... Well, if you're renowned, if you're current on your renown, then you just got your last follower, baby, and you get an achievement for it. There, I was about to say, there's only twelve, only twelve. Jesus fucking Christ, that's so many. But like that means we won't be getting any more that we have to level up from level one. So, mm-hmm. well, isn't that also contingent on if you've been doing Torghast too, though? Because the yep, followers because in there, I, right? Because I got bogged in, but got no achievables, so I gotta go into Torghast. I'm so sorry. That's ah, okay. You'll have to deal with this later. So I guess it's if you are at your max renown and have been running Torghast somewhat frequently. So yeah, that is my combination top two bottom boot. Slide whistle. What do you got? I'm going to hit you with that classic double top two. Two, 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 two. Oh, God. No. No, no, no. It's not about week. No. Two top toots making a ooga. That is not the lore, no. So anyway, so my ooga is starting off is... You guys test me every fucking week on this show. Okay, so I finally realized why I loved Guardian Druid so much. Now, I thought I had an idea, but now I truly understand. Well, why is it? So, okay, this is a little bit of backstory. So in professional wrestling, there's a company called WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment, correct? Yes. Wow. Run by Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Vince McMahon. I'm getting eye rolls. So the big show has a size 72E double E shoe, right? <laughs> and every year he, has he enters. The big shoe. He enters the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble is when you need to toss out 29 other men over the top rope. The Big Show, every fucking year, rolls into the ring, sees 10 men staring at him. And the the 10 men go, there's this big guy, and we gotta throw him out. And they all hit him at once, like a fucking movie. And then, as he's getting beaten up, he goes, And he pushes them all over, and he starts hitting them and beating them up. And that's exactly what it feels like to be a guardian druid with this legendary. <laughs> so, is the, I wonder if there's another legendary out there where, you know, depending on, like, what hour of the day it is, you're either a good guy or a bad guy. <laughs> the answer is always bad guy. But, so, like, literally, I, I'm out there. I... I so many times, so many fucking times this past week that I fight 10, I'm maybe getting 10 people, and they're like, let's get them. Ah, they're hitting me, and I'm just like, I'm powering up, I'm powering up, ah, and then I big show them, and in my head, it's just going, well, it's the big shoe, and I'm like, I need to make a macro that when I hit that button to incarnate, that I just played the big show theme song for 30 seconds, and just how long it lasts, <laughs> my, my, now, my power form lasts. The- the necklace that contains the power of Ursoc you're using there, does it affect your ability to cry on command? It does, once it wears out, and I'm like, you can stun me now. <laughs> Please don't stun me. Make the big show cry. <laughs> Everyone wants to see the big man tear up. <laughs> Paul White will shed tears tonight. 
That's his real name. Um, and so my other top two is that my World of Warcraft chair that GameStop stock bought for me finally came in. Yay! And this is the fancy Alliance-themed one. I love this chair. It's so comfortable. Wait, listen to this. Ready? Here's some live ASMR for you. You hear that? No. That's me adjusting my lumbar support. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. But, okay, but so also, it was easy to put together. This is not cool an ad. Chair. They're not going to sponsor us. They, But they also gave me this little tiny holographic... Like this is the same shape that the trading card game cards are, and it just says legendary comfort and support achievement unlocked. And I'm like, this is so stupid, but I'm also never gonna throw it away. I'm gonna frame this little card <laughs> every so often. I hold it in my hands. I just stare at it. It is really neat looking. Cool chair. Thanks. What about you? What's your top two? Bottom boot, medium boot. Well, right. this week I have myself a top toot. And it's that during this run through of Castle Nathria, I completed part of my heroic Nathria drip. Ooh, we got the chest and the head, which means the only thing I have left is the shoulders. And I'll be completely done with the Nathria set and the shoulders come from Daddy D. So I'm never going to be getting those. But I'm looking pretty cool. I like the mask. It's one of the few things a worgen can wear, and it's not completely awful. It's looking pretty fly, and I'm over here just stunting on people whose outfits all look a lot better. I feel that. I, I'm i getting my tier collected, or my set collected, and I'm missing two pieces, so you're beating you by one. I'm also missing a piece from the Nathrius, and I think one might drop from Stone Legion Generals, which makes sense that I haven't gotten it yet. Mm-hmm. But... I just want to have that. I want that completed set so bad. I never get to have it for raid. Uh... I never get them until, like, a year later. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got a BFA one... Uh, or no, I got a Legion one like at the end of BFA. I was like, finally, I crossed the path. But it's cool. I'm excited. Looks good. And I'm going to forget about that outfit in two weeks. Womp womp. Because you ain't never going to see that boss. Nope. Well, with that, we're done. We're out of here. If you have any questions, comments, complaints, Send us an email at do not relent pod at gmail.com or tweet at us at Twitter at do not relent pod. You can also leave us a review on Warcraft Radio and the podcast directory or just leave us a good old fashioned Apple podcast review. We'll read it. We'll take a shot each. Maybe we'll even suck some asshole. What about you guys? We're going to find you on the internet. I don't think internet. I'll be doing that on an auditory medium. I don't feel like that's good listening. <laughs> Well, I will not promise that last bit there, but I am Alex or Immunization, and you can find me on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. I also wanted to give a quick shout out slash promo for another podcast called LFR, a casual Warcraft podcast hosted by Dracoris and Sarith. I've recently been really into it. They have a few episodes out now they're like every two weeks and it's just kind of like 
a one episode like kind of like bite-sized like look at like a, a certain character's lore throughout all of the warcraft universe so it's like easier to digest than some of the other lore pods out there probably and i've also just been hanging out in their discord it's just been really fun so if yeah give a listen if it's something that seems like you guys would be interested in boy if i knew you were gonna do a shout out i wouldn't have made an eating butthole joke right before (laughs) i mean i feel like no shout out on this podcast would be complete without something like that so and i'm aaron uh, I don't I, I don't have <laughs> vulgarities nor a shout out. But what I do have is a highly rehearsed set of information. You can find me at Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at the big cheesy on Twitter dot com. And you can read oh our literary God. musings at do not relent dot live dot com. <laughs> I was imagining you every morning in the mirror like, all right, here's the script. Let's go. Let's see what we got here. I am very sorry that I threw everyone off track. <laughs> it's it's sort of like my old Disney World script where I can like snap my neck every so often and it just falls out of me. I'll be like, yeah, <laughs> so I had to do the business reports and also you can find me at twitter.com and they're like, what are you talking about? And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> they're still inside me. They've got me. Okay, bye. And yeah, bye. remember, another down. Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. <laughs>